better not get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. Better not get too comfortable. What's up, everyone? My name is Noah Whitmire, and I'm here joined with... Ewan Jansen. Ripper Faulkner. Sebastian Perry. And this is the Laid Back Podcast. Better not get too comfortable. Like that. That was good. Tell me how to put some spice on the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So today we're bringing to you guys. We're talking about college football championship, Ohio State versus Alabama. Um, so how we have it so far today is River and I are talking, discussing about Ohio State. We because we want Ohio State to win. Then we have Noah and you and her are gonna discuss Alabama side. Roll tide, roll tide. Um, yes, so. Around the world, we know Alabama is favored to win because they're number one overall in uh, college football. Uh, college football. Uh, Ohio State's number three, um, led by Justin Fields, junior quarterback. He uh, has been doubted by a bunch of people. Uh, Ohio State's only played seven games, so you have to put in perspective that Alabama has more wear and tear on their bodies. They play 12 games. They're 12-0. and 0. Ohio State is 7-0, so Ohio State for sure is going to probably have some more uh, energy than Alabama. Not as much wear and tear, but um, knowing you and I want you guys to uh, tell me about Alabama and why you pick them as the favorites. Um, you know, Alabama, you know, they they really just have a, a really good-looking offense this year. You know, they got Mac Jones, one of the finalists for the Heisman. They got – Najee Harris, arguably the best running back in the country. They got some great receivers with Devontae Smith, uh, the AP Player of the Year and Heisman winner. Uh, you know, also their defense is really good. You know, they got some good cornerbacks, some good linebackers, notably Patrick Sertain the second. Um, yeah, I just think, I just think they're they're a better team. Yeah, I just think they're you know knowing Saban in this program, I just think they're better coached overall. Um, so, only reason I feel like Alabama is favorite is because they won so many times over the years, which, I, of course, that's why most people are favorited. That's why the Warriors are favorite in NBA. But, um, I don't see why, um, they're favorite to beat this team because I feel like Ohio State has, uh... Because of the seven games? Yeah. I feel like Ohio State has a lot more just energy, and I feel like Ohio State, as you, uh, see with each other, they have, like, a lot more, uh, I don't know how to put it, um... Brotherhood, heart, and they're all fighting for something. And I feel mm-hmm. like since uh, Dabo Swinney said that they were uh, what was it, eleventh, eleventeenth in nation, eleventh, Clemson's head coach said they're eleventh. They weren't that good, and uh, they went and blew Clemson out. So um, I feel like they're on a roll right now. So they have they're like playing for something. They have a chip on their shoulder. Cause underdog story. Yeah, they're underdog story. They're doubted by everybody. So I feel like they're gonna win. And I feel like also. They look up to their quarterback. Do y'all think Justin Fields will throw for five touchdowns or more this game? This game? Yeah. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Too. I can see it. But it's if a that offensive if shootout for sure. If that is going to happen, they have Trey Sermon, the running back. So oh. And Chris Olave. Yeah, throw Chris Olave. So. so, I feel like it's going to be a good game. One thing I will give um, Alabama props on is Devontae Smith versus Deshaun Wade. Sean Wade is uh, Ohio State's uh, supposedly best DB. Um, he uh, – Clemson game, I'm not going to try to hate on the team that I'm cheering for, but in the Clemson game, he was looking kind of uh, iffy guarding. Uh, I think he had cooked all season. Number 17 for Clemson, he uh, broke uh, his ankle, Sean Wade's ankles, and scored on him. So, yeah. 
Devontae Smith is called the best yeah. route runner in college football. So, well, with Jalen Waddle possibly coming back, questionable. Yeah, I just don't see this offense getting stopped. Yeah, uh, De- yeah, Devontae Smith with Jalen Waddle, who Jalen Waddle was considered the number one receiver on Alabama before he got hurt, and Devontae Smith won a role. Yeah, uh, Jalen Waddle is considered by most better than Devontae Smith, and we know that Devontae Smith just won the Heisman, so I don't know how mm-hmm. any DB is going to stop this this offense. These are two first-round receivers we're talking about. you got to factor in injury, though. That's true, that's true. injury is way different, that especially a receiver. But yeah. I feel like Jalen Waller's just been on the sideline just yeah. watching Devontae eat, and he's just like, I want to be back on that field ball now. But then you have him coming back in, and you have the quarterback who's been targeting Devontae Smith, so do you think that that would uh, mess up who he's going to try to throw it to? Because him and Devontae Smith have been on a roll, so now that he has another star wide receiver to throw it to, he what could. Oh, I honestly see Jalen Waller not getting the ball because obviously what they've been exactly practicing the script. They obviously have a script for the game, and Devontae's going to get the ball majority of the plays because they just don't have Jalen Waller probably in the script that much because he's questionable right now. So one thing I'll give Alabama is um, of all the Heisman like final votes to win the Heisman, they had actually three of their, their – basically their big three off the team who was in it. But they had uh, Devontae Smith won by a land run. Mac Jones, or Mac Jones, I believe, came in third. But um, I think it was fifth, fourth or fifth in the votings. They had Najee Harris. So I'll give – I feel like uh, Alabama always has a – their power five, of course, top five, but they always have a power five offense, I feel like, more than defense. They're more known for their offensive capability. And defense, they always have those pay, uh, players who sneak in and become really good. So mm-hmm. I feel like Alabama is known for – their offensive side, but as you saw what Ohio State did to Trevor Lawrence, who is the future number one draft pick or projected number one back draft pick for the NFL, you see how their uh, defensive line shut them down, and Ohio State has a number one defensive line out of the whole college football, that's what they said, so you th- I feel like that's going to like play into how Mac Jones plays. Uh, just one thing I want to bring up, uh, it's not that I don't trust Justin Fields to win big games, but as we see last year against Clemson, you know, uh, two or three interceptions. I forgot which one, but also the Big Ten versus the SEC is, like, not even close in comparison. The SEC is way more better – or is way better, sorry. And then Mac Jones, his stats back that up. I mean, his stats are way better against much better defenses. So, I mean – just, just you, you have to think it's, it's less games. I feel like if Justin Fields played more games, he wouldn't be that further behind uh, Mac Jones. Many yeah, he has less games and more interceptions, though. That's fine. That's the mistakes are going to be That's made. Sports, sports are a game of mistakes. So, I mean, all that really matters is if you show up when it's time to win. That's all that matters. When the big stage happens, if you're not a player who can show up when it's time to win, then what's the point of calling you good? Now, of course – you're gonna mess up, and you're gonna be. You have to be called good. You have to be able to perform against teams that are lesser talent. You're not supposed to play down to the talent of the team. But um, I feel like Justin Fields. Everybody makes mistakes, so I can't say you can just trash him for that. Now, mm-hmm. last year against Clemson, yes, he did possibly did lose the game for his team because he did throw that interception in the end zone. But you see how he got his revenge this oh, year. Yeah. So I feel like he's more mature, <laughs> and he knows what he needs to do. So you. Do you think Mac Jones is a product of good receivers? I don't think he is. I just think he's a pretty decent quarterback. Well, pretty good quarterback, I mean, not decent. I, I mean, I'm he's saying. been. I think he's been able to um, 
learn from all the quarterbacks who've been there before him because he's there with Tua and um, Jalen and Jalen Hurts, and both of them are star, uh, NFL starting quarterback quarterbacks right now. So he has, um, I guess, very good mentors. Not even mentors, but people who he can look up to, and could probably contact if he needs help with anything. So I feel like that plays a big role in there, everything. Yeah, he has all the connections it he plays needs. Two different play styles than Tua. And hurts. Yeah. Mac reminds me of Joe. Just, you know, he can run when he needs to. Yeah. You know, but he can stay in the pocket and step up and throw the ball. I would say Mac is team made with a great offensive line, great offense in general. His players are way better than what they're facing. Oh, for so sure. He, he needs to be a mediocre quarterback for them to win. Mm-hmm. It's more of a Justin Fields. Justin Fields plays great. I give Ohio State the chance to win. I mean, but uh, tonight we could see, like, Browns for Steelers, you know. Like, coming in, not very favored, very high. But they're playing with a lot of heart like the Browns did last night and just steam, like, just roll right over them. So, um, would you rather have a pocket passer or would you rather have somebody who could, like, kind of scramble? Because in the NFL, in this, we're seeing more. In this modern day, yeah. I would definitely say you need a mobile quarterback. Yeah. Just to uh, open it up because these, these kids out there are just getting faster and stronger, you know. Just need to change it up a little bit. So, what will you guys' predictions be for the game tonight? Score, Score predictions. Score predictions. Um, I would say I got – I think it's going to be an offensive shootout. So, I got Bama, I'm going to say 55, Ohio State, 42. A 13-point thir- win? Yes. <laughs> high scoring. Yeah. Very high scoring. I, I wouldn't put it up that high. I'll, I'll probably I mean, like, I, I trust the Alabama offense, you know, Great players, great coach, Nick Saban, best like best in college football, arguably. I trust them to put up 45 on any given night, and it's national championship. I think they're going to come in ready and just going to be firing in all cylinders. I think it's going to be 35-38 with Alabama taking the game. Like I just feel like, I mean, these are two very talented teams, and I don't know, I just – they got good D, but, you know, the O is pretty strong, so I could see them dropping 50. Um, I would say 35-28 Ohio State. Uh, maybe uh, I don't I don't see Alabama uh, they'll, they'll perform good at the start first half. Of course, come in second half a little bit hot, but I feel like after a couple adjustments, Ohio State will be able to stop them. But I see Justin Fields being able to throw probably two touchdowns and let the rest be uh ran in by Trey Sermon. Yeah. So just get the balls in the hands. 35-28. Do you have Ohio State winning? Ohio State winning. At 35-21 with Alabama with three turnovers. I think turnovers are going to be the difference in the game. That is true. Because if we say it's a it's, it's a shootout. It's an offensive shootout. If it's an offensive shootout, one of the defenses are going to have to make the big stop. So really, this game comes down to who makes the first big stop. And whatever, whoever gets the momentum first, whoever makes that big play that shifts the momentum to the other side, it's the team that's going to win. So – it just depends. If, if they can stop Devontae Smith, I yeah. think they got it. Yeah. But then there's Jalen Waddle and Najee Harris. How do you stop Devontae Smith, though? That's the question. If they can. Slim Reaper. That's what it comes down to. So, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle's known as the fastest player in college football. So, do you think him being the fastest player is going to allow him to get past DBs? Oh, yeah. I've been reading. I've been watching people, and they've look, been saying that his route running isn't that good. Look who he played behind. He played behind Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. Calvin Ridley, I think. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Just got and you see Saban, like Saban's the best coach, probably the best coach over in college football. 
He's got the Alabama mentality, you know. I just feel like they're going to take the game easily. You, you expect their offense to carry them. Because their defense hasn't been the greatest. Well, I mean, your coach is in their second season coaching for Ohio State. I just feel like there's going to be some weaknesses. Because Saban is comfortable in this environment. He has been there many times, but your coach has not been there very – he hasn't even been there. It's like his first playoff. Okay, so when Ohio State beat um, Alabama in the Natty, was it 2015-2014 with Ezekiel Elliott? Do you think that um, the running game this year will be stops more, or do you think how how do you think they're gonna play against, or how do you think Alabama's defense will come in playing against Ohio State? What factors do you think they're gonna try to stop most? Well, I mean, you gotta if you're Ohio State, I feel like you got a game plan for the pass. Yeah, because like I mean, those receivers are just unstoppable, but. You know, Najee Harris can do it all. They call him, the, like, Fertile Harris or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's on Sports Center like, every other week, bro. He's, like, he's just a great player. I mean, I, like, exactly, I don't see how you can stop this offense. He's also 6'2". So. He's a 6'2 running back. 230. You see Derek Henry who went to Alabama. Well, he's 6'3", 6'2". So they go for the tall running backs, more power backs than anything. And then they had uh, Mark Ingram. He's 5'9", but he's really more of a power back. And then they had – um. Uh, Richardson, Trent Richardson, mm-hmm. uh, he's forgotten a lot because he didn't do too well in the league. But um, he did. He was really good power back. I think he was six two, six three. Alabama's almost unfair. Yeah, they how really how are. Five Alabama, stars they get every year. Alabama is really good. They just got the uh, six foot three linebacker who looks like a man child out of high school almost. Duncanville. So, yeah. All right. Um, so we're coming to closing time. Uh, any last things you guys would like to say? No, I think we covered it all. Yeah, I think I think we'll see what happens tonight. All right, and that's all today on the Layback Podcast. I'm Sebastian Perry, River Faulkner, you and Jansen, No Wimar, and thank y'all for listening.